On this episode of The Mompreneur Show, I'm talking with Dana White. She's a wife, a mother of three teenagers, and a decluttering expert. But be- beyond all that, she is also a speaker, an author, at a- and a blogger over at aslobcomesclean.com. And I originally was introduced to um, Dana over on Instagram and not really introduced. I came across her from, you know how Instagram works. I came across her from somebody else's profile, something happened and I completely resonated with her. And that is what a lot of our live viewers are saying in the comments also is that they completely resonated with Dana. There is something about Dana that was that we're able to connect with her on such a deep level because she's so real. Her humor is amazing. So I'm really, really looking forward to giggling with you, all of you guys because she's hilarious and really learning more about her journey, how she started as an anonymous blogger. Okay, I've never heard this before, but how she started as an anonymous blogger and how she ventured into becoming a best-selling author and a world speaker. Oh, oh my goodness. And this woman is exactly who I want to learn from because she has built this incredible platform, amazing business that not only contributes to her family, but also nurture her family because she is married and she has three teenagers. I don't know how she survived the younger years, but we'll talk about that. So I'm really, really excited to dig into the show and uh, to introduce myself. My name is Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that helps you win in business without losing at home. Thank you so much for being here. Dana, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's fun to be here. Oh my goodness, you are an incredible woman, Dean. I just want to say that right off the bat. And we're going to have such an amazing show. And I just want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining us today. Sure, no problem. So, Dana, you have quite a story. You started a blog called eslobcomesclean.com. And those of you who want to check it out after the show, make sure to go. And her website is right under her name over there. Um, and check out all the great resources that she has. But, Dana, how did you start your blog? And, and to my understanding, you started it as an anonymous writer. How did that all go about? And why did you start as an anonymous writer? Well, I my intention was to be a writer. That was something I wanted to do um, to kind of scratch my creative itch. And I had always thought it would be something that could work well with motherhood. Yeah. It just seemed to make sense to me. Um, So when I discovered what blogs were, I realized that was something I had to do. I mean, it just made sense. People were writing. Other people were reading what they were writing. And I saw women who were turning these blogs, you know, their writing into businesses. And so that just immediately was just something I had to do. But I didn't start it for a year and a half after I discovered blogs back in April of 2008, because my house was a disaster. And I wanted to write about motherhood and all these, you know, my passion for frugal living and all that kind of stuff that I felt like I was good at. And I feared that if I wrote about those things, even if the things I wrote about were good and true, that somebody someday would find out what a disaster my house was. And that had always been a struggle for me. And I had worked and tried to get it better. Um, But I just couldn't handle the thought of somebody finding out what my house looked like and then throwing away everything I 
I said that was true and good. And so, um, so I waited and I tried to get my house under control and I couldn't. <laughs> so um, I would do great for a while. And I, I was extra frustrated because, because now I had this, you know, more than just doing it for the right reasons, but I had this thing I really wanted to do that I was just driven toward and I couldn't do it because of my house. So in August of 2009, um, so this is this story is in great detail in that ebook that Marlena mentioned, um, Giving God the Worst of Me. So, you know, I basically was so frustrated and my son was about to start kindergarten the next day. So I was going to have two kids that would be in school and only one kid at home. And I just thought, this is the time for me to start a blog. Why? Why? can I not seem to get this under control? And I was in church at the time and I just had this moment where I really believe it was God telling me, Hey, just start a blog about that. And I, so I had that idea and I thought, okay, that makes sense, but it was only going to be my practice blog. Like I had no intentions of that being my real blog and I didn't want anyone to know about it. I didn't even tell my husband what I was doing. I didn't tell my mother, my best friend, anybody. And so I made up this fake name because I really thought this was going to be temporary. I was going to go ahead, get to practice writing. Also, I was going to learn about blogging, this thing I wanted to do, go ahead and start that while getting my house under control. So that, that was how it started. And that's why it was anonymous because I had no intention of anyone ever connecting this, a slob comes clean back to me. Um, But here we are (laughs) almost eight years later. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go back a little bit. And I really want to talk about the anonymous part because I felt like that so many times. Um, Okay, so I love that you want to get your house under control before putting out another responsibility on yourself. Like, what? That is amazing. Yeah, and I knew, I know how I am. I mean, I'm the type of personality, which I believe most mom entrepreneurs have this type personality, whether or not cleaning is their struggle, we tend to be the type to just throw ourselves into something. Like I get consumed. I try to learn everything I can about it. And I knew that this would be one more thing to take my focus away from my home. And because I had been trying so hard and struggling for so many years, I was like, I can't afford for something else to consume me when I have got to figure this thing out. So you were not coming, you were not waiting for a point to become this, this expert, this, this person who knows everything and who, who does, who has a perfectly clean house, but you came from, uh, you came from a place where you actually were and sharing the struggles that you were going through on a daily basis, which, right, which really connected people with you on such a deep level. It did, but it wasn't how I would have done things. So just so you know, the blog that I wanted to start was going to be about the things that I was good at. I mean, it was going to be the, I was going to write about the things that I could teach someone else. And that's why I didn't think this was actually going to be my real blog because it made no sense to me that anyone would gain something from reading about this thing that I stunk at, you know, so I, I was not trying to teach anyone anything in the beginning. I was just trying to figure it out, using it as my own personal way to process through and keep myself on track and all of that kind of stuff. So it really, um, I'm glad it started the way it did because I have learned from that 
that people don't like to be preached at. Mm -hmm. Like they, they just don't. I mean, they may think they want that, but you know, there is such value in someone truly being able to relate to you. There's such value in honesty. I think that's where we live right now because of the way that media has changed so significantly. That's what people want. They are tired of the, you know, polished and perfect and all that. They're like, no, no, no. Tell me what it's really actually like, you know, give me the reality of things. Okay. And so I kind of stumbled into that. Okay. I I love that so much because I mean, Dana, I've interviewed so many women and I'm sure some of them are your friends, you know, who started blogging back in the day when you did and how I'm just so inspired, but how did you, how were you able to balance the, the coming clean and really saying how it is and talking about the mess and the, the, the mistakes and, and the failures and the realness, but at the same time, giving something to those people that they can walk away with something, either something that they learned or um, that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. How did you balance it? And I feel like what you're—I feel like what you're going to say is like, oh, I just—I didn't really know about it. Like I just said it how it is. But like, I wonder if you look back. Like, was there some kind of formula to that that you've used maybe without even knowing? Well, you know, so in the beginning, um, it, it was this strange thing. I didn't want anyone I knew to to read the blog. Yeah, I still kind of don't. <laughs> But, Too late now. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't want that, but I did. I was watching how bloggers were building their platforms, and so yeah. I was building my platform. I wasn't just completely writing out into you know nothingness, even though I wasn't showing my face and I wasn't telling my name. I was trying to gain readers and learning about that. And and the one thing that I would do is I would share my you know, my tips on one of my main things that I shared, I think it was maybe eight days in was how I would pre-cook hamburger meat, you know? And so that is like one of my main things that I felt like this is something I have figured out as a stay at home mom, you know, to make life easier and all that. And so, you know, I shared that and I would share tips because I mean, I, I know how to do a lot of things, cleaning, not so much, but I would share. So on the works for me Wednesday was a thing that was really huge back then in the beginning, you know, when you would link up to a bigger blogger who had this, you know, subject or whatever. Um, So I would do that. But anytime I did that, anytime I did share something of value that someone else could learn from, I always Mm -hmm. came at it from the angle of my unique perspective being, so I'm really unorganized in such and such area, but I have figured this thing out. You know what I mean? So I would always come back to my unique perspective so that anybody Mm -hmm. who landed on any post whatsoever on my site would get what it was all about, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I think that in a lot of that too is that helps people because especially people who do struggle with cleaning is where like generally one of the things that I learned over time did not know this when I started, I thought it was just me, but there's actually a relationship between that those of us who throw ourselves into projects and who, um, you know, are willing to tunnel vision and get major things done. A lot of us tend to struggle with that day-to-day boring cleaning stuff. Mm -hmm. And so doing that helped me get readers, but also helped people start to see, 
oh my goodness, yes. So this person actually, <laughs> you know, it, it's because that's the thing that I struggled with is I was like, how in the world can I be so good at organizing, you know, putting on a play with 250 people or whatever, but I can't keep my house under control. And so just kind of being open about all of that together mm-hmm. helped people kind of peg that and go, yes, that's me too. I've always wondered why is it that I can do this so great? And people are like, oh, you're so organized. And then my house is a disaster. So, oh my um, gosh, yeah. I love that so much. Okay. So I officially want to announce that I want to be the Dana White of mompreneurship. <laughs> 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 so good. I love how you put the two together. And, you know, for me, I've really struggled with being real and authentic and open about like my, my the things that I'm, I'm not good at, but at the same time have that expertise. Like, right. you know, and, and I, I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out. And I really hope that those of you who are watching now, who who maybe are in the same kind of mumbo jumbo like oh I'm trying to figure this out but I feel like really follow your heart and be true to you and I feel like Dana really was true to herself as far as like hey this is me I suck at this but hey this is what I've learned and this is actually what I got under control well, and there's also a shift that happened for me. Um, so oh, in the beginning, I, I truly believed it was a practice blog. And so I would try out different ways to monetize or different ways to grow. Mm-hmm. But I always thought it was an experiment. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I basically had nothing to lose, you know. And then about two years oh, in was when, um, you know, I did go to blogging conferences. But I I went to them thinking that I was learning for that blog, I was going to start one day about all the things I was really good at. You know, I, I still, so it took about two years at the second blogging conference when um, I realized that this was the blog. Like this was wow. the one that I had wanted to start and I still resisted it. I didn't tell anybody in my real life yet about it. But so when it, you went to the blogging conferences, did you tell people like, oh, I actually I did this blog? Well, and honestly, part part of that was huge for me because I wasn't telling anyone in my real life about it. But as I went to this blogging conference and I had to introduce basically myself as a slob, you know, I remember the first one I'd been blogging right around a year, went there. I was so nervous to have to introduce myself and tell my deep, dark secret to these people, you know, and but it's like everybody was like, oh, that's great. And I remember at, um, kind of meeting my my group of friends that have ended up being my best blogging friends still, you know, they're still very close and we work together and we brainstorm together and everything. But I remember sitting with them at at this conference, something came up about cleaning and organizing. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, you know, you're a cleaning and organizing blogger. And I was like, no, I'm not. I said, that is, that's like the opposite of what I am, but they just have to validate. They're like, no, what you're doing has value. And you need to own it and you need to go with that. And so that just was kind of a gradual thing until eventually I started shifting into when I wrote my first ebook, that was when I shifted into, I have something of value to share. You know, I have learned people have watched me learn. They can go back from the beginning and read the real time learning processes that I've been through. But that was when I really made that shift. And for you, like as you're working on learning about this, but also teaching, the thing that really affected me was um, 
it was maybe two, three years in. I can't remember. Um, it all blurs together now. But um, John Saddington, who I think he's tent blogger. Um, anyway, he spoke at this conference and he said, um, you know, he was talking about coaching. And in my mind, I thought, well, that would never be me. Yeah, but yeah. he started to explain. He said, you know what? People need help getting from A to B. So you don't have to be at Z to help someone get from A to B. You just need to be past B. And sometimes it's actually more helpful if someone has direct experience and understands and can remember what A to B is like and help them get there. And so that kind of growing together, there's such value in that. And I, I think that that whole expertise thing, um, you know, I do struggle. I mean, I just put up a video on my blog today where I'm re-decluttering. You know, I mean, I have a book out and I'm a decluttering expert, but I always tell people I'm a decluttering expert because I have to do it. And I got so much stuff out of my house and I had to work through the irrational feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, showing that sometimes makes me go, Oh, I can't believe I have to show this again, but it's the truth. It's the reality. And so many people will come to me and say, thank you for showing the reality because I just thought, Oh, well, I decluttered it. It went back to being cluttered. I can't declutter. But when you show me that, I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's okay to just go back and declutter it again. You know, that, that kind of stuff is helpful for people to see that it's not, it's not that end product. When you only see the end product for a lot of people, that's not as encouraging as actually seeing the reality. Oh, that is so good. That is so, that's a, that's a quotable. So I'm going to make sure to quote that on the blog. So Dina, now what was it two years in that you came, came out and shared your real name or when was that? Um, it was, I think it was maybe two and a half years in. How did you announce it? Well, I basically, I started doing some freelancing and I was freelancing for, um, I think it was all you magazine, which actually doesn't exist anymore, but, um, they, for their website. So I was writing for their website. And once I was like kind of writing, officially writing, you mm-hmm. know, not just blogging, mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to use my real name. Cause I was like, no, I'm proud that I'm finally doing this. It was kind of leading to writing, which was always my goal was to make writing my job. Plus and you so, have like the perfect name. <laughs> <laughs> so, although I have to be careful cause Dana White is like the leader of the UFC. So, yeah. So I always say Dana K white, you know? Um, Yeah. So, so anyway, I, what were we talking about? See, I'm very scatterbrained. No, no, no. How, how you announced your, um, Oh, okay. So when I started doing that, part of the deal was that I would link to the articles that I had written. And so they had, so that was kind of a little small way, but once I started writing eBooks, and I had put that time and effort and I would, that was kind of a moment of owning this. I have something of value to share yeah. to help other people. Yeah. Then I started using my real name. I put my real name on my ebook. So I kind of, I didn't make any big, huge announcement. It just kind of shifted. Okay. And okay. I know for some people it, it bothered them, honestly, but, um, you know, they were like, wait, I had this view in my head and I always figured that wasn't, wasn't your real name, but you know, they kind of had this image of what they thought. So, um, yeah. So that, anyway, I, it, it just, over time I've, I've shifted, but there are still a ton of people who call me Noni, um, because that is how I started. Yeah. And there's a lot of people even who find me now, yeah. oh, actually a huge amount of people, they go back and they read every single post from the wow. beginning. And so they still think of me as that way. 
That is as the, that name. That those are the best readers. Who oh my will, goodness, yes. Who will not <laughs> when they discover you? They're like, oh my gosh, they completely fall in love with you, yeah. and they go back and um, watch all your videos, read all your posts. Okay, I I love that. So, Dana, how did you monetize? Like, I know you mentioned your eBooks. What are some of the other ways that you monetize your blog? So pretty early on, um, I stuck AdSense ads on mm-hmm. the site. Um, it did take me a full year to end my to, to earn my first one hundred dollars, which is the payout for Google yeah. Ads. Yeah. Um, and then over time, it kind of went to I hit one hundred in four months, and then I hit one hundred in three months, and then in two months, and then I got to where I was actually you know making a payout every. Now I make I with a different ad company, so I make a lot more than that on ads, but. Um, but I kind of did that because I figured, well, I'm writing anyway. What's, what's the difference? I mean, why not have ads on the site? And, um, so I did that. I started, um, trying some affiliate types of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of things did did not work. Mm. (laughs) Um, I did do Amazon for a long time. I thought that, oh, well, it doesn't really work for Amazon. And and part of that is true because I was talking about getting rid of stuff. And so I didn't want to push buying things Mm. for, you know, so I I was, I tried to be careful um, or I was very careful, but I would sometimes try something and it would just, I wasn't making a huge amount of money um, until, and I'm still not making a huge amount of money just so you know, but um, when I wrote my ebook, my first ebook, that was when I really shifted because um, they're having a product that I could sell that I could push when I wanted to push it. You know, if we needed money for, uh, well, my second ebook, I specifically wrote because we needed our foundation repaired yeah. in our house. And I don't know about wow. where you live, but in Texas, foundation repair is just something everybody has to go through at some point. And it's Are you serious? crazy expensive. I mean, it's just Why? the way the soil Why? is. Oh my well, the gosh. soil is like, I mean, like when it's hot, hot and dry, the soil is like rock. Like it doesn't, you know, it, you can't. I mean, seriously, you could break your shovel trying to, you know, when it's dry. Oh so it just shifts with the changing weather and everything. And um, it's just reality. So I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. But but that was how my brain had shifted from the yeah. first ebook that I wrote because I went, wait a minute. And I, I remember the first ebook that I wrote before I even released it, I had put together an ebook, which I still sell, of my printable checklists. So they were all available on the site. Um, I wasn't asking anybody to, you know, everybody could have access without the checklist book. Um, But I put them all together in an ebook and I said, okay, if you want to pay money to have them all together and easy to print, then, you know, it was $4. And I think I started it at $2 or something. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, for the first two days, I'm gonna do it for $2. And I remember heading out to Bible study Mm -hmm. and then getting out and getting in my car and checking my phone. And I had like 60 bucks in my PayPal. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. When I sell things for other people, first of all, I have to really work up how excited I am about it. I have to figure out, you know, I have to go, okay, am I truly, truly excited about this Mm. or, you know, whatever. But when it was my thing, I was like, Hey, I'm excited because I know this works because it's my thing that I created. And the money went straight into my PayPal account. And so I got lunch on the way home because I had 60 bucks, you know, and it was like, wait a minute, this is cool. And it, it really shifted in me, this Mm -hmm. whole control that you have when you sell a product versus, um, 
using ads and using affiliate, those things have great value, but there's nothing like having a product. And then because of that, and then selling my first ebook, which was very successful, 28 Days to Hope for Your Home, which is now in the an appendix in How to Manage Your Home. But that really was like, well, once we had this huge expense coming up, I was like, well, I'll write another ebook. And wow. that was why I wrote my second ebook. So it really just shifted how I viewed this platform being able to be a business. So I love that you share that. And I, I completely agree because when you have a business, when you have an audience, it's almost like it's almost like you have access to the bank. Almost like, and I'm not saying this in like a, a in a way to like rip people off or anything like that, but in a true authentic way. Like, I really need the money. How can I get them? I can ask my audience, but in return, I will give them something of value. And right. so. And it is so incredible, ladies who are watching now, like online business is such a gift. And Dana, I want to also uh, comment on what you said, that a lot of people think that we entrepreneurs make a ton of money. So like people think I'm a millionaire because, you know, I have the show, I have I have the coaching and I have the book and, and I'm just like, okay, I... I make money, but I'm not a millionaire yet. No, no. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. So um, it might seem in like those of you who are watching, it might seem so like um, just because I'm, you know, on live or whatever on video or, you know, like Dana, like you make your videos like we automatically, I mean, think about like a news anchor or somebody on the radio host. Like we automatically think of them as someone like higher than us and, and cooler and more successful. But in reality, we're all made out of the same stuff. Like you and I, we're the same. Right. Um, but it's just the perception. If somebody's on video, somebody's on radio or, or whatever, Facebook Live, our perception changes a little bit. But I don't want you to think like that um, for v live viewers. And I want to go back, uh, Dana, I'm going to take a minute and um, uh, go to our live audience. Uh, Mary Elizabeth says, I have that book. I need to read it. I'm not sure, Mary, what book were you referring to? And then, um, Anne Marie, oh my gosh, you are so active in the comments. Thank you so much. And she has a question. Can you share the process of getting an ebook loaded up and downloadable and how it all gets connected to sell? That is a really good question. Data. Okay. <laughs> um, so before I do that and bring me back to that, but I do want to yes. make sure that, you know, that I, shared this whole process of in the beginning, just writing without any expectations yes. for selling something. I was not, yeah. I had no intentions of selling a book about cleaning. Like that's such a joke to me still that I write about cleaning, but that is, so doing that helped me know what it was my audience would want. And the main thing that I tell people is answer your existing audience's most persistent question. Okay. Or if I'm in a certain mood, I might say their most annoying question. <laughs> and I don't mean that bad. I'm just meaning like, what is it that you get asked again and again and again that you're like, okay, that would take me two hours to answer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of people will go into coaching with that. For yes. me, I created a product. Basically I kept getting asked, how do I start? How do I start? And that's what my first product was. Wow. So it was not something where I'm going to make this and see if they'll buy it. It was, yeah. I can actually meet their need better through this product than I can even through anything free on my site. 
Okay. I can, this Mm -hmm. is, that was why the product had value and that's why it was successful. Um, Okay. So her question was, how do you actually go about it? Um, So I, there are a ton of different ways. I am old school because it was the one that I knew about. It was the one that I had used as an affiliate for other people's products. So I use eJunkie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's e-junkie.com. And you basically sign up, you upload the product to their system, and you put the price and all that kind of stuff. And they give you code that you put on your site that says like add to cart or something. It is not the most, it, it's, there are a lot of people who can't stand it and oh, all these reasons why. And I'm like, it was the thing I knew how to do. Yeah, and so exactly. I did it, you know, and, um, you know, I've kind of moved more into my full length book now. And so mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily doing, um, you know, as many products like that, but I just continued to use that. It was easy for me to get it set up. There's other types of things that you can do. Yeah. Like Gumroad. Yeah. Gumroad is another right. one. Gumroad. I, I, at least in the beginning, you couldn't have affiliates was my understanding you and affiliates. Now. Okay, good. Affiliates were everything yeah. for me when I got started. So yeah, no, that's great. And thank you so much for sharing how it is. Yeah, eJunkie um, definitely was one, probably one and only for a long time. Yeah, it was. And then Gumroad came out and a few others. Um, but I personally, that's how I started selling my ebook too, yeah. was on Gumroad. So um, it's very easy. And um, and I'm sure that Dana answered your question, but if you need clarification, let me know. Well, uh, on any of those things, always search it on YouTube. Like if, you, yeah. if you're still yeah. overwhelmed when you go to eJunkie or Gumroad, look on YouTube, say how to upload an ebook to Gumroad, you know. Awesome. And uh, Anne says, and Marie says, thanks. I never heard of either of those. I just pulled them in another uh, window to read later. Thanks. Uh, I'm so happy, Anne Marie. So happy. Um, So Merlina asks, um, meeting there our need, or she comments, is the very best way to look at it especially if you've been given a gift to share with others. It's never only about the author, but also the audience. I completely agree, Marlena. That was a, that's a very wise statement. Thank you so much for sharing. Irina, thank you so much for joining us. Um, there's a few Irinas in the house, so I'm so happy to see you ladies here. And uh, Karina, I see you join us. Thank you so much. Edward, or I think it's Nadia who's watching. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you. I can't see all of you in the... Um, I, all of you watching because um, I can only see you if you comment. So please let me know that you're here. We're talking with Dana White of aslobcomesclean.com. She is an author, speaker, an incredible woman. And uh, we just talked about her journey going from an anonymous blogger into what we're getting into right now, a published author. So Dana, you've now had this blog for a few years now. And how did you get that opportunity to write a published book. You, you've had a few eBooks under your belt already very successfully. How did you transition into a published book? Well, honestly, um, it was through connections. And that is, um, I personally um, love to work with other bloggers and other writers. Um, I had a friend who was getting into um publishing through Amazon. She was writing romance novels. So we're talking about different things, but there's a lot of similarities. And so we would talk. And so, you know, I helped her a lot in getting started on, you know, I said, Hey, you know, this is how to go about, 
you know, really pushing and, um, you know, getting some momentum going, selling on Amazon Kindle, and which we talked about that. Um, anyway, and she, one of the things I had told her one time was, hey, you know, you need to connect with other romance writers because you can't write enough to satisfy your reader because it takes you months and months to write a novel and it takes them three days to read it. You know, so I'm like, so, you know, find other people who have kind of similar um, styles as you and see if you guys can connect and help each other grow and build. So she jumped. She's great. She's so like such a go-getter. But anyway, she jumped on that. She ended up, you know, having some really great relationships with people that I don't necessarily know, but through one of them, she ended up with an agent that she really liked and she was talking to her and her agent was saying that she also did nonfiction and she thought, well, you know, she she thought about me. And so it just, that's kind of how it all works is you, you have to make those connections Connections. with other entrepreneurs. Um, so anyway, I ended up, um, signing with her agent and just absolutely love my agent. I mean, she is such a go-getter. She is, she sees way beyond just book publishing, you know? And, um, so anyway, I mean, it was basically through that she, you know, had me write a book proposal and she pitched it and, um, probably within two months, I think of having signed with her. And I, you know, had a book deal. So, um, you know, a lot of that is due to the platform that I already had that existed. Of course, publishers Um, really look at that. Yes, that is really, really important. Also having, you know, a, a, a strong voice, a strong message that they feel like can sell. One of the things I didn't realize is how, um, you know, like an agent, but also each individual publisher really has to go with, like, if they already have a decluttering book, they're not going to sign another decluttering book. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, because they, they need to promote fully the one that they have. And so it's one of those things that, I mean, it it often comes down to just how things kind of fit in, you know, necessarily. I don't know if that makes, that was just one of those things that was really surprising to me. I didn't realize that they were so, um, you know, very interesting. It's really, really, really good to know. Um, so it's all about connections. How did you, and you know, I, I love this quote. Actually, my husband and I were just talking about that. It's not what you know, it's who, it's who, you know, and I think that quote has a lot of truth in it, in it. And Dana, how did you nurture these relationships with your, I would say like, it sounds like they're your like mastermind buddies who you like bounce ideas off of. And how do you build relationships with that relationships with them and connect with other people? Like what are some of the tactics that have worked for you? Well, every, everyone I have been in a mastermind with, unless it's somebody who someone else has added in, mm-hmm. um, have been people that I've met in person wow. at conferences. So wow. they're, I've always felt like, oh, I do better in person than I do mm. on. And I think part of that is just because I, I don't like pestering people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, it makes me feel funny to go and say, hey, you want to be my friend or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, when I meet people at conferences, then you have that the value in a conference is not necessarily in the. Um, sessions that you attend. Mm-hmm. It's really in those relationships that yeah. you make. And so yeah. I would just, I mean, I'm, I'm such a person who doesn't like to waste my time. And so when I would pay to go to a conference, I would just say, I'm going all out. I'm going to meet every yeah. single person I can possibly meet. Yeah. I am going to have as many conversations as I can have. And through that, you know, that was where these masterminds come in is because 
people are like, okay, we need to keep this going. Or, you know, after the very first conference, I was invited into a group that, um, I think it was on Ning, which I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Um, but it was like NING or something. And so, you know, yeah. Yeah. And so we would, we would do there and we were just all learning at the beginning. Well, you know, now it's much more hardcore masterminds. We meet on one of them meets on zoom, you know, one of them, you know, meets Google hangouts. So it's, it's things like that, that really, um, we meet up on a regular schedule. We have, you know, one person kind of gets picked apart on purpose, you yes, know, yes, where you yes, say, yes. this is my project that I'm working on. I need, you know, strategies from that. But then mm-hmm. there's also, hey, guys, this is working really, really well for me. Mm-hmm. You need to do this too, mm-hmm. you know. And so yes. most of the things that I do, that's how I've learned about them. And I do not, I have to agree. I mean, these relationships that you build with people, they're so valuable. I'm in a mastermind group and one of the ladies is where I personally met with her and I met with her on Instagram. Like, and then it was, it was such like, it was such an instant connection. And, and then another one that I have not met with her because she's, you know, she's overseas, but we have this beautiful mastermind group where we bounce ideas off. And just like you said, like, Oh my gosh, this is working for you, for me right now. Or like to gain clarity, like I recently was really struggling with clarity and just have jumping on a call with them has been amazing. And using Voxer for that has been life changing. So I I have to completely agree with you. And thank you so much for sharing it so openly. Like really, it is all about connections and it is about who you know. And I feel like you're such a dynamic personality. You're so easy to talk to, so easy to get along with. And I'm like, no wonder, you know? So Dana, but those connections are not luck. I mean, those are not, not, oh, I happen to be friends with so-and-so. It's, it's because I went to conferences and I didn't stay in my room being shy. I was like, no, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to meet these people. And I didn't like own. And I think one of the issues is a lot of times people just want to go and meet the people that they think are already successful. And I'm like, I want to learn from everybody because I have learned. And so then my mastermind people might, you know, we're growing together. Yes you know, and we're, we're learning together. And this person knows something I don't know. I know something this person doesn't know. And then we all put it together and we're able to all rise. And so there's, there's such value in, um, not feeling competitive Mm. with other people. So how do you not feel competitive with other people? Well, okay. So I feel like I am kind of the queen of, and I don't mean this like I'm the queen, but I mean, I I feel like I'm the queen of the micro niche. You know, I am, I, and that's been a process for me, but it's just realizing that I am speaking to a small group. And so I I honestly don't view anything as competition because I have come so much from my own personal perspective that there is you have your own perspective. Everybody has their own perspective. And mm-hmm. so there's really not any need for competition. If you're just completely coming from, this is my experience and I'm not trying to be anything that I'm not. So like exactly. one of my great friends is, you know, she's a cleaning and organizing blogger. We're good friends. And I'm like, there's such value in what she does because she is there with the detailed little bitty checklists and, you know, here's a task for every day. And that's so great, but that is so not me. So it's like, I don't, we don't view each other as competition because we're coming, we're meeting different needs for different people. And sometimes there's overlap and that's great, but I also have to go, I cannot, I can't pretend that somebody's going to get 
all of their needs met by me. That's not how the internet works. You know, they're mm-hmm. coming to me exactly. for a certain thing and they can go to other people for other things. And that's, you know, I'm not doing the same thing anyone else is doing. So that's, I don't view it as competition. I completely agree. And Dana, I love that you said that, you know, you can't feel um, one person's need on your own. There's other things. And then there's YouTube and then there's Google. There's so yeah. many other things. Um, but I also know for a fact that there are some people that will connect with you and only you. They yes. might not be able to connect with your organizing friend, but they will connect with you. And that is so powerful. And the only way that people can do that is when you're sharing what you believe in, what you um, opening up like you do, Dana, you know, like, hey, this is what I'm not really good at. And but this is what I can help you with. So I really, really love that. So we're like completely out of time. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, where did this this time go? Because I can sit with you forever. It's actually storming outside right now in South Carolina. And so I'm like, oh, I just want to cuddle up with a blanket and continue chatting (laughs) with you. But I do have a question for you. This show is all about helping mom entrepreneurs win in business without losing at home. And so that is exactly what you've done so beautifully. You're winning in business, yet you're not losing at home. You're you're nurturing your marriage. You're nurturing your now teenage children. How were you able to go through the growth of your business while also continuing to grow your family? Well, I have grown very slowly, just just to be clear. I mean, it. I started in 2009, And so it is now 2017 and um, I basically in the beginning, the first two years that I blogged, I still had my daughter at home. She's not a teenager. I just want everybody to be, (laughs) she's about to be 11, but my, my I have two teenage boys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So so I know. No, it's okay. I'm just saying like, you know, she was three when I started. And so I had two years with her her at home and I said, I am just going to blog during her nap time. And so I just started so slowly, but because I did that, when she went to kindergarten and I said, I'm ready to start this business, to turn this into a business, I had two years of audience building and platform building that had been happening. And so I just, basically, I make a lot of choices to say, oh, well, I can't grow as fast. Maybe I could grow faster if I went and did this. And I don't want that because I want to be able to walk away at any moment and say, if my family needs me, then a while, you know, which is one of the things that's been challenging about traditional publishing is that I have very much been my own boss for all these years. Well, with traditional publishing, Mm. somebody gets to tell me what to do. And I don't like that. (laughs) So, uh, but it's, but you know, so it's been a reality, but I'm also at a point now where my kids are older Mm -hmm. and are able to handle more. I am able to go speak and they can, you know, put together dinner on their own, you know, or whatever. And I try to keep that very rare, but you know, we have moved to that point. And so basically just saying, I'm okay with growing slow and I'm going to, my, my business can suffer, but my family can't. That's basically where I have always just made all of my decisions according to that. My business can suffer, but my family can't. I love that, ladies, if you can get a chance to write that down. And I will also put that in the show notes on Wednesday when this blog, when this uh, video is going to go up on the blog, mompreneurshow.com. And Dana, oh my gosh, that is so powerful. When your babies nap, that's when you write. And I love that you hold to that standard because there's so many moms who are trying to hold to that standard, but they think they're doing it wrong. But 
you're just proof that that is exactly how it needs to be done if you want to, you know, grow slowly, a lot slower than your single ladies or a lot slower than somebody without a family. But I think that is so important, so important to always put your family well, first. And that's a personal decision that exactly. I've made. But, and how exactly. that translates now is I don't work in the summers. So, you know, but I know because I'm always starting to get some traction with spring cleaning and then I take the summer off. And I know that mm. if I would just keep on going and keep on going, that I'd be bigger than I am right now. But I don't, that's not what matters to oh, me. Now for yes. other people, it's different. You know, I'm in a situation where I don't have to provide our family's only income. Yeah. And so you know, that's different. And I get that, but that's a choice that I've made personally. Mm, Dana, and your personal choice inspires me and inspires so many moms here. Seriously, like the comments are on fire here and I'm not going to be able to get to all of them. Ladies, um, Nelly, thank you so much for your comment. Um, and Maria has a question. Can you share some tips, tips about your day in terms of scheduling time to write while raising teens and maintaining a blog and attend conferences? And I feel like you already touched a bit upon that, but um, is there anything else that, um, Dana, you'd like to um, tell Maria about that? Well, I mean, it, it's chunks of time. You know, right now I yeah. have another book due um, that's kind of freaking me out. But so I've just exciting. basically, and, and I do have people who work for me. So I do, you know, I, I have contract workers who yeah. basically, um, you know, take care of scheduling things on Facebook. Or I've gotten to where I just do the writing for a blog post. And then I send it over with the pictures. And I let somebody else put it all and make it look pretty yeah. it, within the actual blog post. So that frees up a lot of time. Um not that I feel like I have free time, but you know, that's where I have to do that. It's basically, I put myself all in at whatever I'm working on at that time. Yeah. I love that. And you know what, instead of doing all those images or scheduling the Facebook posts, you can write your next week's blog post. You can, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, instead of doing all that and missing time with your family, I love that Dana. Trying to identify what only I can do. What is it that only I can do and let other people do the other stuff? Exactly. And I do want to read Nellie's comment. Helping others while not competing shows such strength in knowing who you are and being confident in your abilities. Nellie, that is an incredible, (laughs) incredible statement. Thank you so much for sharing. I completely agree. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Well, Dana, our time has come to an end. We completely went over, but I thank you so much from the bottom of your, of my heart to yours, like to, for taking the time and to really being so open and vulnerable and like really being clear in, in, you know, this is my decision. And, and just, I love that. It's all about, I I just, I just love, I'm sorry. I'm like a little overwhelmed. I'm so, um, I just appreciate you so much for being who you are and for showing up as real as you are and for inspiring us mom entrepreneurs today. Thank you. Ladies, I am so inspired right now. I hope you are too. Oh my gosh, Dana is incredible. And I just, I really hope that you've gotten some golden nuggets. And I I truly know that you did. And I really want to give away her book to you. I want to go on Amazon, order it, and send it to your house uh, today. And I'm going to go through the comments right now. And I know that there's so many of you that um, have been commenting. And to make it fair, I'm going to like scroll through the comments and like pick one person and send you the book. All right. And if you already have the book, um, maybe share it with your friends. So um, if you have been commenting, you're in for a treat. And um, Anne-Marie says, Dana's YouTube videos are just so fun. I agree. And that's how I initially got to know Dana is 
through her Instagram and then I went over to watch her videos. She's amazing. And um, I really hope that you go check her out at Eslob comesclean.com. Oh my gosh, her her name is just incredibly amazing and so real. And I completely love that. And we'll talk more about like the balance stuff that she talks about um, later. But I just want to thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy lives. I mean, there's so many other things that you could be doing right now, but you spent your time here and I'm so thankful for you and to you. Um, I hope that you will join us live next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern because we're here every single Monday except last Monday where I was sick. But um, that's, that's a, um, I think that's a fair excuse. So I'm going to go through the comments right now really quick on my phone and tap on one and it's Maria, Maria Samarski. So, I'm sorry, Maria Samaraki. I'm so horrible at pronouncing last names. I'm so sorry. Maria, could you please message me? And if you don't, I will message you. Um, and I will get your address so I can send you Dana's book. It's amazing. Ladies, I hope that you will get it. Um, if you did, did not win it, if you don't have the book, it's up in the description. Um, it's The link is will take you directly to Amazon and you can buy it there. All right, thank you so much. Again, congratulations, Maria, for winning the book. And thank you, to everyone, for being so interactive in the comments. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you will. I will see you live next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And again, I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that helps you win in business without losing at home. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye.